Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to New World Next Week. I'm James Corbett of CorbettReport.com. And I'm James Evan Pilato for MediaMonarchy.com. It is New World Next Year 2022. This is our annual New World Next Year episode, end of the year episode, last episode of the year. And it's the only one where we don't know what the other's going to talk about. We talk about our stories of the past year and we make wild predictions about the upcoming year, James. I think in a lot of ways we've had ties and more formalities in the past, but we've been doing this too long now. We're like, no more ties. Let's just skip the formalities. You guys know how this works. We know how this works. So we'll pretty much get to it. We don't know what the other's going to talk about, but as I usually note, we could probably make some pretty informed guesses, I guess. So James, I went first last year, so you go first this year. We will remind everyone, ourselves included, Corbett Report's trend prediction for 2021. Do you remember what your prediction was, James? Uh, something about the year of the solutions, empowerment, people power, something like that. Uh, oh, oh, there you go. You called it the people's reset. That's it. How do you feel about that now? Uh, well, actually, that will very much relate to my story of the year. So if you want to get into it, we can get into it. Do it to it. Cool. Uh, first of all, yes, we have dispensed with the tie formalities and all of that, but in lieu of the Christmas sweater, but this is no ordinary Christmas sweater. It's my what? Epstein didn't kill himself sweater from Liberty Maniacs. So <laughs> <laughs> yay, I am ready. Um, all right. Yeah. Story of the year. So people's reset 2021. Uh, people might have seen my year in review of Solutions Watch, where I just went through all 42 episodes of Solutions Watch and what we talked about and the updates and all of that. Um, but when it came time to pick story of the year for 2021, my immediate first thought was, what do what have we been covering here on New World Next Week? Every single week week in and week out, with perhaps the notable exception of our good news uh, next week episode a few weeks ago, Hellscape. Yes, the year of Hellscape in many different forms. And then the only question is, well, which particular story would then be the story that would best define Hellscape? And there are no dearth of such stories to pick from. Of course, we have the, the vaccine mandates slash health passes slash Green Pass? I wonder why they call it that. Or uh, people literally losing their jobs. People who have been working as pilots or nurses or whatever for decades suddenly losing their jobs because they say no to these mandates. Or the literal quarantine camps popping up in various places around the world. I mean, I, we've said it before. I will say it again. I don't know about you, James. I'm not putting words in your mouth, but this is exactly why I got into this all these years ago is because I saw this is the possible dark future that could be coming. I don't want any part of it. This is it. But then I snapped out of it. No, I will not do the propagandist's work for them. I am Schwab, the great and powerful, and no one can stop me. Toto, Toto, what are you doing? Why are you going over to that? Toto, don't move the curtain. Uh, what? Who's that pathetic old man behind the curtain? Uh, yeah, no, I'm not going to do the propagandist work. I'm not going to buy into their garbage propaganda narrative that everyone is on board with this and nothing's happening and you can do nothing and look at all these scary stories about the things we're doing to you, you helpless little peons. No. So I decided for my story of the year, what's the other thing that we have been covering 
every single week here, along with the hellscape, we have been covering the pushback. So for me, the story of the year is related to the pushback, which is happening, but you will not hear about in the corporate-controlled media, except in the, oh, fringe wingnuts, and these are the people you're supposed to hate. But other than that, they will completely ignore the uprising that is happening. And we can even look from the last few weeks to see the uprising is happening in Australia. It is happening in Sydney with Dancing Corbett Report homemade t-shirt lady. It is happening in Melbourne. Uh, It is happening in Canada right now. It is happening in Vienna. Tens of thousands of people marching on the street against the incoming mandates and other such things. It's happening in Belgium. Uh, Anti-lockdown riot erupts in Belgium as protests sweep Europe. It's happening in Italy, although you wouldn't notice it if you were watching the live feeds of the very places where these protests are happening, and you look at the live feed and no one's there. That's, wow, what's going on? But update, whoop, Reuters fact check will inform you that 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 video, that webcam, live webcam that isn't showing the protests that's happening in the square where the webcam is set up, that's missing context. So, oh, oh, sorry. Okay, Reuters has spoken. Um, The uprising is happening uh, to the extent that it cannot be ignored. Some hospitals drop COVID-19 vaccine mandates to ease labor shortages. Yeah, uh, you can't continue to cry, oh my God, we don't have enough doctors and nurses, and now let's fire a bunch of doctors and nurses. So uh, that that, uh, hypocrisy is being exposed. But if I had to narrow it down to one particular story, I mean, this is a trend and it encompasses, as I say, things that we have been covering week in and week out all year. But if I had to choose one story, I would choose the one that I highlighted in my Solutions Watch episode on picnic protests sweep the world, which I was highlighting um, uh, things that were happening in Europe at the time that I was recording that episode, there was a, a number of, in Paris and in Switzerland and other places, where people were doing the picnic protest against the restaurants and bars that were barring them for not being uh, injected or not showing their injection passes anyway. Uh, and I noted, yeah, people are setting up picnics on the street and, and, and sharing with others or just having a, you know, having a good time with it. And uh, I didn't know it as I was recording it, but... As I was recording it, that was also happening in my home city of Calgary. So um, that, to me, is the essence, I think, of what I want to stress about the way things are going, demonstrably, but could go a lot further if we stop to actually recognize them. Because that encompasses the fact that it's not just a protest. We're not just out there, no, no, down with that thing that I don't like. No, that is recognizing that we don't need their crap. We don't need to be in their restaurants or bars. We don't need to be giving them our money, our time, our attention, our energy. We don't need to be protesting. Let me into your establishment that you don't want me to go inside of. No, no. We create our own. We literally create our own spaces and our own place and our own thing. And that is the way forward. So that's what I want to highlight as the story of the year. If there is an honorable mention, follow-up, runner-up, it would be the work that we were highlighting the other week here um, that, uh, for example, fee.org has been talking about with regards to the homeschooling explosion that has happened uh, during the course of this hellscape. Uh, the, uh, the other side of it, the pushback, is homeschooling has tripled uh, in the U.S. during this generated crisis. And I think that is another side of the way things, we can take things into our own hands. We can change 
the narrative. We can flip the script. So that's my story of the year. That's fantastic. And I fully believe it. I'm just not feeling it in my heart so much, James. I'm going to take the opposite tack. But first, Media Monarchy's trend prediction for 2021. You said you might have remembered what mine was. What's your guess on that one? Uh, V2V vehicle, whatever. What do they call it? V2X? That that was in there. That was part of the scamdemic paving the way for smart gridification where vehicle to everything communication was one one of those bullet points that i went over so not exactly wrong on that one but do you guys i don't know if anybody remembers i do actually play it on my stream a lot of times they basically took words alex jones had said and put them to a bony bear indie folk song i'm angry i've had enough of these people Media Monarchy's 2021 story tonight at 11. Doom! I wrote it right out, James. Black Pill Hellscape. And I don't really have links and stories. This is more of kind of an opposite tack. More personal, more kind of dark night of the soul. And you know about a lot of this stuff. And other folks who I've talked with off the mic know about a lot of this crap over the last year. This year, 2021 started literally the first week my mom got cancer, and the stupid crapital riot psyop happened, which seemed to kind of break what was left of some brains. Some say that basically it's the New World Order that wants you to break your, your family ties. They want you to forsake those support systems, so of course you'll run to daddy government for the support. But what if those support systems weren't super supportive? Now, don't get me wrong. I have very supportive parents. I love them very deeply, very much. I'm very, very, very lucky. That's why this sucks so much. They always said to me when I was in trouble back in school or still to this present day causing a scene, you gotta, man, you just gotta play the game. You you just gotta go with the flow. I see no proof of that being a successful life plan. Not for, not for me anyway. If I had done that, if I had gone along to get along, I certainly wouldn't be here right now, and James, you wouldn't be here with me. If I did that, we wouldn't be taking part in, I think, what the positives of what you're talking about. Taking part in the new the new American revelation, gone worldwide. Not playing the game is pretty much, I think, how I've been winning, as the old saying might go. Now, I'm basically going from those closest to me to sort of the bigger widescreen kind of view, because what if... The New World Order wants you to stay in some terrible situation just because, oh, you, you were born there, so you have to stay. You better stay on that sinking ship. Can't you move to the other side of the world and start a completely new life? Yes, you can. It can be done. It was, I guess, it was one thing for folks to want to believe in the magic man in the sky or the magic man in D.C. or the magic whatever. Remember, after 9-11, it was mostly a yellow ribbon virtue signal for the fake right or fake punk rock against Bush bull plot from the left. That is another whole part of this. James, that might have been your guess of what my story of the year would have been. The complete betrayal from the so-called punk progressives. I, I could have made that my theme of this year, but you guys have already heard me rant about that for the last like two years. But religion and, and statism, those belief systems didn't directly affect my life. Now a lot of the same folks that all fudge their huggies over Orange Man or the people who loved him seems like they are actively affecting and effing up everything. They've turned into the the pandemic of the willing. 
not to get into what on earth's going on inside them. As the saying goes, who does not resist is complicit. This all would have been, this all would have been okay if people would have said, you know, I think I'm going to wear a mask voluntarily because I'm kind of worried about this thing. But now it's been pushed so far that that's maybe the real plan. They want to force Civil War Part Two here in America. Brother against brother is a slogan used in the histories of the American Civil War, describing the predicament faced in families in which their loyalties and military service were divided between the Union and the Confederacy. Number of stories of brothers fighting in the same battles on opposite sides. Speaking of, my brother and his wife have blocked any further communication from me and my wife. We were asking too many weird questions about their newfound religions, I, I guess. I've been saying, you've heard me say it on the morning show a lot. World War Three, Civil War Two, DEFCON 1. It seems like it's not a bug. It's a, it's a feature. And I guess on the one hand, I'm sort of surprised we haven't actually seen more revolt in America, like you're talking about, like those videos from all around the world. But I think the thing is, and this might be for folks who aren't born, raised American, might not sort of fully like know in their guts. We do things bigger here. We do drawn out, epic, IMAX style, ongoing series. We don't just, you know, do a little thing. If we're going to do it, we're going to make it a giant thing. Other countries are moving on either into the further brave new world order or pushing back. Remember, Dr. Gates, he said the coup will be over in 2022 because he knows the climate lockdowns are next, I guess. I guess I'm saying I see maybe a dark decade coming up for America. It's like on the day of 9-11, where all I really knew back then was, F, this is going to be bad. The reaction, I wasn't thinking, oh, they're lying about the building. No, I wasn't thinking any of that junk. All I knew was that the reaction was going to be long and painful and kill way more people later. I knew I was like, this is the new war era. They talk about those events. It's like, oh, we enter into a new footing. And of course, half of that's brainwashing, but the other half, you know, it's real. I knew that, and I said those things. I have actually recordings of me saying those sorts of things on that day on the mini DV cam I had checked out from the comm department. Because I was always, always making media. Long before 9-11, I ran my college radio station. I did the morning announcements in the early 90s in high school. Because maybe it's always been, maybe it's always been aimed at this. I was hopefully able to grab the mic in time to say, it's a trap. But it comes back to, man, I just feel like anybody that pushed this is pretty much dead to me, man. Anybody playing along to make my horror movie analogies, they've already been bitten by the zombies of this hellscape horror film, and it's only a matter of time before they turn. I've told you this off, off camera. I don't even really care about evangelizing for, for truth or stuff anymore, except for members of Media Monarchy. I don't want anybody knowing what I do anymore. I've, I've had to tell Cassie several times, stop telling people what I do. I don't want them to know anymore. That era is over, man. When was the last time you saw me on anybody's show other than this one? I know people are super duper stoked about the RFK Jr. book, Waking People Up, but that's for people who read. And I don't personally know a whole lot of that in my personal life. They never figured out 9-11. They never figured out the Fed. They never figured out fractional reserve banking. They never figured out the Franklin scandal, Tuskegee, Guatemala syphilis. Never figured out aspartame. Never figured out GMOs. They still use Roundup. 
never figured out election fraud, but they're going to wake up to this. I'm just I'm not putting my money on that one. There was a guy back in the day in Portland, back when I was just getting started with Media Monarchy 16 years ago. It's funny, I actually ran into him here in Santa Fe a couple years ago. He knew I was a truther back then. But you know what he said in regards to sort of the evangelism and the 9-11 truth and such? He said, save your breath for when you're underwater. And I hated that then, man. I was like, dude, we have to spread the word. People have to know. But now I think he might be right, at least for me now. And don't get me wrong. I will never stop doing my work and doing this work. But I guess the scamdemic maybe has me kind of rethinking my plans about how much I'm going to work to help anyone that played a part in this. So, hey, it was a it was a person's reset, James, but it's a little a little more of an a little more of an internal one. I will, of course, get through this dark night of the soul. Honorable mention. It's funny. You and I don't even have to tell each other. Be like, hey, make sure to include some honorable mentions. <laughs> NFTs. I was actually in a little bit of an argument discussion about them earlier. NFTs, I think, would be actually the great emblem of the scamdemic era. Masses of millions believing in imaginary things. You'll own nothing, but no, it's totally something. You don't get it. <laughs> James, maybe we can sell this New World Next Week <laughs> episode for like one million dollars. Uh, of course, my other big highlight of this past year, I got to stage crash at my 10th Morrissey concert and get a quick hug and then get forcibly removed from a venue. That's that's another first for me. I've never been thrown the F out of a place. <laughs> so, James, that's, there's my wild 2021 for you. Wild indeed. Well, okay, yeah, you, you uh, bring to mind when you're talking about America and the way it does things, you bring to mind that Winston Churchill quote. Um, what was it? America can always be counted on to do the right thing after they've tried everything else. So, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that, I think that might, uh, that might play a part in it. And I like the fact that, yes, um, I mean, it's the two... It's the two perspectives. We are going through trauma. This is trauma on a worldwide scale, the likes of which we have not seen in our lifetime. And it would be disingenuous to pretend that's not happening. Absolutely. Hellscape is a part of what we are living through. So I, I'm glad that we have, without coordination, we have hit both sides of what is happening right now. That is why we are the chocolate and peanut butter of independent media. Um, Awesome. Yeah, I, I hear you. I feel you. I know exactly what you're talking about. And uh, hey, we're in the tunnel. And hey, it's dark. What's going on? And I'm trying to say, look, I think there's a light over there around the corner. It'll just be a few more days March, <laughs> which is uh, maybe not what people want to hear right now. But uh, <laughs> no, I'm not gonna, But I think it might be the train, dude. That light is the train coming after us. Yeah, exactly. Well, anyway. <laughs> All right. So as actually Brock just kind of said this earlier, he thinks the predictions for the next year are really maybe the, the real drawing factor of our New World Next Year episodes. So, James, I went first last year. You go first this year. Predictions next year. All right, 2022. I am calling it now. 2022 is the year of the cyber attack. I have a feeling about this one, and I hope that I'm wrong. But we can just look at some of the things that have happened over the course of this past year to give us a sense, a flavor, if you will, of what may be in store for us in the very near future. For example, who can forget back in July when those dastardly Russian hackers hit Kaseva, the Florida-based IT firm, 
Didn't really hear much follow-up about that and what actually resulted from it, but trust me, guys, the Russians are everywhere, and it's scary. And then just a few days later, we hear the, Rus- the, the dastardly Russians have hacked the RNC. Yes, indeed. The FBI is investigating a hack of the Republican Party. I, I don't even remember hearing about that at the time, but anyway, apparently it happened, and you should be scared. And then, who can forget when... Those hackers, whoever they may be, hit our good friends at the World Economic Forum partner, JBS. Remember? Of course. Bringing down the food system with their cyber hacks. How does that work? What does that have to do with it? Don't ask questions just to be scared. They're coming for your food. And that that, 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 that trend strangely continued, I don't know if you saw just a couple of weeks ago, but apparently Schreiber Foods has been hit by hackers, which is now being blamed for a cream cheese shortage. Won't someone think of the cream cheese that for some reason, is reliant on computer systems? I don't know. Again, don't ask questions, don't think, just be scared. And of course, as we all know in this neck of the woods, we all know this is all totally phony, right? You will remember, as I know you pointed out many, 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 many times, James, the Colonial Pipeline was fine. But its owner shut it down to make sure they'd get paid correctly. <laughs> yeah, that whole big, oh my god, Colonial Pipeline's a big hack. This is why you're going to have gas shortages. Nope, absolutely nothing to do with that whatsoever. They just wanted to make sure they were getting paid. So anyway, we know that this is all a game that is being played. And the very, very latest, just in the past few days, Chinese hackers are exploiting fully weaponized software vulnerability which is causing mayhem on the web and poses a threat to internet-connected devices worldwide. Experts warn, tells the Daily Fail, so it must be true. And uh, this is apparently due to some log4 shell flaw that has just been discovered. And oh my god, the Chinese are gonna get you. And of course, this relates to what we talked about this year with regards to Cyber Polygon and the World Economic Forum and its sketchy Russian partners and all of that. Just craziness all around. So I'm kind of feeling this one. 2022, year of the cyber attack. And we know what that really means. First of all, of course, does it need to be said, virtual false flag. Yeah, oh, it's the Chinese, I tell you. It's the Russians. How do we know that? Just trust us. There's nothing you can verify whatsoever on your side, but we'll tell you who is to blame, and then we will point you guys at them. Hey, you you and them, fight. That's what they're going to try to do to you. And uh, in addition to the geopolitical ramifications of it, of course, what it's really about is the war on you. And so it will be about ushering in Internet 2, whatever that looks like. And, of course, we know they've test-driven the driver's licenses for the Internet in various programs. They've talked about it before. They've lusted after it. You will have to thumb scan and iris print and whatever else to get on. And it will be controlled. And I know I say this every single time, but I will continue (laughs) to say it every single time we ever, 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 ever mention this entire debacle is that there is an iPatriot Act, a Cyber Patriot Act in the wings waiting for the Cyber 9-11. So I'm thinking I'm going to call it and I'm specifically making this bold prediction so that it will not come true because whenever you make a very specific prediction, it does not come true. So I'm saying it will happen in 2022, Cyber 9-11, and they will go for Internet 2. And then 12 months from now, 
we're going to be having New World next year, 2023, and I'm going to be going, oh, that was such a stupid... Oh, I was so wrong. Oh, egg on my face. The internet's never been better. Everything's free. All the censorship's gone. It's so wonderful, right? Right? The other possibility is that we'll be sitting here for New World next year, 2023, and I'll be going, okay, guys, I know that no one on the internet can see us anymore. I ho- I'm glad you found IPFS, though, because we can still co- communicate to seven people. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just calling it. You're the cyber cyber attack. Well, I'll be I'll be rolling cassette recording backup for that. <laughs> so we'll start to send out cassettes, man. I love the format of like 30 minutes on one side, 30 minutes on the other. I'm old school physical media guy. Oh well. Um, I think you're I think you're dead on to it. 3G shutdowns coming in March. If your sleigh phone isn't up to date, oh man. Amazon Web Services gone down a lot lately. I think they went down again today. And my conspiracy suspicion whenever stuff like this happens is it's because they're updating the tyranny of the fangsters behind the scenes. All the CEOs, they've all left their places. Jack Dorsey's now not the CEO of Twitter anymore because he, of course, runs the bank known as Square, now known as Block. James, do you remember when Facebook people got locked? Were they locked in their buildings or were they locked out of their buildings because of the the tech shutdown? Hey, I have a great idea. Let's put everything on the internet and trust all of that to the electricity always working. Oh, yeah, the power flicked out earlier today. James, my predictions for 2022. Do you see I said plural predictions? I'm going to call it too big to fail. Vaccidents will happen edition. I think it will be the year of the vaccident after lots and lots of poor planning, which is, of course, key to so much of this low staffing and being overrun by a whatever the new medical disaster that NHS warns of every December for a decade running hospital systems and and of course their important insurance overlords i think all that stuff is going to start to crack hospital systems might go bankrupt government will of course swoop in and deem them too big to fail like your banksters and your car companies and all the other corporations that have been bailed out by the criminal american government through the decades they will swoop in to fully and completely socialize government-run health care I think we can see that. We've got a lot of medical folks, maybe not a lot. We have a decent amount of medical folks in the media monarchy chat who've been talking about the things they see, the things that have been going on. They've Again, I'm not a doctor. I don't know what it's like inside the medical systems to be an employee, let alone work my life to go there, just as they don't know what it's like to be inside a radio station or all the things that go into that. I don't think that's all, though. Let me let me go a little further. When Queen Elizard Beast kicks the bucket, I think the next phase of the operation would kick in kind of big time. Zion King, William's reign will bring together the UK and the US with, of course, Harry and Meghan's California assist. Maybe there'll be some peaceful royal harmony for a little while, but of course, all the treachery and trickery and deceit going on behind the scenes is obviously, like your sweater shows, Big, big cleanup operation. Very, very interested to see, of course, what's going to happen in that trial no one talks about anymore. Meanwhile, and this will directly relate to, I think, my talk about this past year. If Brandon can make it 
two years as president, even if it's just deep fakes and she's stimulated with electrics and drugs and whatever, then Kamala Harris can pretty much cover the last two years of the presidency and still run for two terms of her own. I guess the technicality is if Brandon would step down before two years, she then takes over the term and could only run one time herself. 12 years total will get us all the way through Agenda 2030 as the cop-loving biracial face of freedom. 12 years to set up a new system pretty much exactly how, you know, Bush did with old Red Ronnie, you know, the actor everybody liked out in front. I'm kind of saying we'll have blue helmets in America way before then, though. Plus, they're li- they're, the electricity's blowing out in the middle of America as we speak. States of emergency in Colorado. They just declared a state of emergency in Taos. The weather has already hit us. And I think, on the one hand, I'd say, welcome to the party, pal. But on the other, I would tell folks, hey, probably, probably buckle up for this next year. Excellent. Yeah, some very, very good points to be made there. And yeah, vaccident could be the word for 2022 in a lot of different ways, right? Yeah, I'm feeling it. I hear you. All right. Uh, Those are our big predictions. Um, We can start to wrap this episode up in the same way we typically do. Of course, for the last over a year, we've been using the post office box here in the States for folks that want to support one or the both of us. And of course, we've been rocking NewWorldNextWeek.com, the new store. I told you, Big Oil was going to sell out. I told you, 9-11 Trillions, 9-11 War Games would sell out. And they are all sold out. So those are all gone. We will get them re-upped very, very soon. And again, as we noted last week, if you essentially sign up for the notifications, you'll get an email the second we put new things, new DVDs, new items on the store live in that moment. After this week, I am off the air until New Year's, but I end my last week of broadcast always with my big best of music show this coming Saturday. It'll be a full moon, 100 songs, six hours, the best music of the last year. That's 1 p.m. Mountain Time at MediaMonarchy.com slash listen. James, thanks for another freaking year of the hardest working little show in alt media. We don't have a bunch of bells. We don't have a bunch of whistles. But I think we got the proof in the pudding, buddy, and I appreciate you so much. And we've got a secret weapon. Our video editor, Brock West, who has is there week after week making us look good, which is no mean feat on my side at any rate. <laughs> and uh, his also has been contributing usually one of the stories each week for the, the past year. So um, big, big, big hat tip to Brock. And Brock, please insert yourself, a picture of yourself and your tie in the corner of the screen. I will not let you not do that. So um, having said that, uh, yes, uh, the Gates DVD is still left. So there is still, uh, uh, I, th- I think, plenty of those left. Um, and you, the Christmas 25 uh, code is still there. So until Christmas Day, you can still get uh, 25% off. Subscribers to The Corporate Report can use the subscriber code for 50% off. Um, having said that, thank you, James, for doing what you do and putting this information out there. Um, I, as I often say, I listen to The Morning Monarchy and I get tons of story ideas and things from it. So valuable resource. It's a tough year for everyone, and uh, um, you know, let's get it through it together because the lines are being drawn, and we know who's on si- our side of the line and who's on the other side. At the very least, it's getting a lot more apparent, isn't it? So 
I'm very thankful to you for being there. I'm thankful to Brock for being there with us. I'm thankful to everyone who is here right now supporting us. Because let's face it, I actually, I, I actually only really thought about this for the first time this past week. And it's funny. Like, I just did not even think about it. But I guess our audience is probably about half of what it was a year ago. Because we are not on ThemTube anymore. And I know, I, I've seen in the comments of ThemTube videos, people saying, where did James go? Oh, I guess he's, is he still around? Where could I possibly find his work? <laughs> so we have lost a, a, a significant chunk of people who were never really there to begin with, right? So this is it. We're consolidating and we're moving forward with the people who are listening to our voices right now. So I'm thankful to all of you out there for being there and, uh, and doing this and helping us to do this. James, that's a <laughs> that's a very loving and nicer, better way to say all the mean black pill crap I said earlier. <laughs> We're just kind of consolidating down, tightening our belts a little bit and figuring out exactly what we need and who needs us. Also, let me not miss the chance to say a big, huge love and thanks to my awesome wife, Cassie. Again, she had a people's reset this last year. Oh, that's right. The industry you know and love and have worked most of your career and life on doesn't want you anymore because of this new weird medical edict. So what are we doing? Doubling down our efforts, working at the Media Monarchy Kingdom. And, and we joke, of course, sometimes at home, of course, we we work for Corbett Co. now. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, awesome. Let's do it. Let's blast into 2022 until they shut down the internet. Anyway, <laughs> yep. on that note, chocolate and peanut butter <laughs> signing out for another year. Uh, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year to you, you and yours, buddy, and to everyone out there. Thanks so much, man. Love you. Take care. Take care.